0: This episode of Back of the Cereal Box is brought to you by Hitchhiker Toys. Check them out at HitchhikerToys.com. Hello there and welcome to the Virtual Rec Room. This is Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And on this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my mostly non-spoiler thoughts about the season finale of Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to try to keep it spoiler free i can't guarantee that but we'll see and i'll make sure i give you a warning beforehand so let's get this right underway we are back at the cereal box and we're called back at the cereal box because i am of an age where i did not have iphones or ipads at the breakfast table on saturday mornings we were reading the back of the cereal box in between cartoons comics kaiju and kung fu movies and of course a big part of the saturday morning experience were those saturday matinee movies superhero cartoons and comic books and moon Knight on disney plus satisfies all of those with the added benefit of having a little bit of horror elements like my favorite Universal horror movies and Godzilla movies, hosted by Superhost on WUAB Channel 43 in Cleveland, Ohio. And who am I? I am John Pike of the Prophet of Pop Culture. My friends call me Johnny, and I am an Avengers fanatic, a Star Wars freakosaurus. Star Wars movies and Avengers comics made me who I am today, and I am a huge Moon Knight fan. I've been a Moon Knight fan ever since Marvel team-up number four in 1982. So, I've read every Moon Knight iteration there is out there and went into this show with a lot of excitement. Now, I just finished watching... The series finale. And Disney is now calling it the season finale. Hinting that there might be another series down the road. I I think they're doing that just to hedge their bets and to cover themselves if they decide to do a season two down the road. But as of this moment, this is a one and done standalone miniseries introducing us to Moon Knight. And I'm not going to share my overview of the first five episodes. You can go back and listen to the previous episode titled Moon Knight Just Did What? And get my thoughts about episodes one through five. I just wanted to share my thoughts about this final episode, the finale. And, (laughs) you know, it's going to be hard for me. I'm just going to say, holy cow. This whole show up to this moment has been mostly a psychological thriller, a real examination of what it means to be a hero, but to also deal with mental health issues. And spoiler alert, in this show, Moon Knight, the character who is Moon Knight, Mark Spector, actually Has multiple personalities, disassociative identity disorder. And up until now, we've met two, Mark Spector and Stephen Grant, and there's debate on whether the actual person who becomes the Moon Knight is a separate identity or not. Now, in the comics, there's a third personality the persona of Jake Lockley, the ultra-violent cab driver. And up until this point, we haven't seen him. But there have been some clues dropped. More on that in just a minute. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen episodes one through five, go watch them right now and then come back and listen to this. We start this episode with Mark Spector dead. And he has journeyed to the afterlife, to the field of reeds, and Tawaret has ushered him into the afterworld, but he doesn't want to be there. He, he's being ushered into paradise, and he would rather give up paradise to save the world, and to save the identity of Stephen Grant, who, spoiler alert, we discovered he created in episode five. We, we got the flashback to his childhood, but in episode five, the persona of Stephen Grant was cast overboard and consumed by the desert in the underworld. But he decides he's going to go back, he's going to save Stephen. they're going to free Khonshu and save the world from the wrath or the judgment of Amet. That's all I'm going to share. I, I was asking the question last week, how in the world are they going to wrap this story up in one episode? And I said at that time, it's going to be a crazy roller coaster ride. And I was absolutely 100% correct. This was nonstop action adventure. Not only did you get Moon Knight fighting and being a total badass, you got Mr. Knight, which is the identity that Steven adopts, fighting being a badass, martial arts prowess. Where did that come from? I don't care because it was awesome. And then, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, Layla becomes the avatar of Tarwarret, and she gets awesome. Super strength, flight abilities. She becomes a badass superhero herself and there's a scene where she's saving a bus and saving the people in the bus and one of the women asks in egyptian are you an egyptian superhero and she looks and without even batting an eye blinking for a second says yes yes i am it was phenomenal and this episode had all of the action adventure of the big budget Marvel movies, you know, the last battle in Civil War or Endgame, or, you know, maybe it's more comparable to the battle between the Spider-Men and the Sinister Six in, in the end of No Way Home. It was just phenomenal. And in the backdrop, only seen to the avatars... And the loyal, uh, you know, the, the, the acolytes of Amet, you see supersized the supersized gods, Amet and Kanshu battling like a Kaiju battle in downtown Tokyo, but the setting is the pyramids of Giza in Egypt, and this ticked every single box for me it gave me superhero action adventure it gave me the cool universal monster movie vibe it gave me psychological thriller and you know it had this this mashup feeling of inception meets sucker punch with you know a little bit of tenant thrown in for good measure And it had the giant, stompy, robot monster gods in Amet and Khonshu battling. It was everything for me. This is a great spot to remind you that Back of the Cereal Box is sponsored by Hitchhiker Toys in White House, Tennessee. Come on down to Hitchhiker Toys for toys for all ages. We've got action figures, Funko Pops, collectibles, horror, board games, cards, and more. We're located at 141 Edenway Drive, Suite A in White House, Tennessee, and it's super easy to get there. Turn by the subway, and we are located in the shopping center between White House Nutrition and White House house produce enter through the common area and we are the first door on the left you can't miss us we're open tuesday through saturday 11 to 6 sunday 12 to 5 and closed monday and if you've got some old toys laying around bring them to us We buy, sell, trade, and no collection is too big or too small. Check out our online ordering options, our online auctions, at www.hitchhikertoys.com. So if you can't tell, I loved this show. I am a huge Moon Knight fan all the way back to Marvel Team Up Annual number 4 when Moon Knight, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, and Spider-Man teamed up to fight the Purple Man. And I've read just about every Moon Knight story that has been since that time. I'm a particular fan of one of the latest runs with Warren Ellis, Jeff Lemire, Bemis, Smallwood... Just great, great stuff. And this show was an almost perfect adaptation of that comic series that started with Warren Ellis and continued with Lemire and then Bemis. And I I loved every second of this show. There are some surprises, though. Some things that did not appear in the comics that do appear in the show and I think make the show even a little bit better. I'm not going to spoil it, other than to say there is a great uh, twist with the mid credit scene. I guess it's a post credit scene. So this show has that feeling of you know a Christopher Nolan or a Zack Snyder type movie like Inception or Sucker Punch or Tenant and and it leaves you wondering what's real and what's not and at the end you're left thinking oh was this uh, oh but then the post credit scene confirms that it all really happened and was happening and i love that and I'm just going to give you fair warning right now. There are no appearances by other characters from the MCU. Doctor Strange doesn't show up. The Dora Molanger, Black Panther, none of them show up. We don't have anyone from Asgard. None of the Eternals show up. None of the other Avengers. It's just Moon Knight and Layla fighting Harrow, Amet, and Kanchu joining the fight. And I'm okay with that. It leaves you wondering where does this fit in the MCU? Did this happen before Iron Man? Is it happening after Endgame? We don't know. And I'm okay with that too. I'm okay not knowing where this sits because that gives Marvel huge flexibility for the future. It feels kind of timeless like batman 1989 did that that movie could fit anywhere in in history and this feels very similar it could fit anywhere in the mcu timeline that having been said this was a one and done series but it left you with more questions at the end and it made me very excited To see where they will take these characters. Yes, I said characters, plural, into the future. I really can't wait to see what happens next. Moon Knight, for me, is my favorite of the MCU shows on Disney+. I love all of them. I'm a Marvel shill, so I love anything MCU. But this show in particular had so many unique attributes and it touched so many important emotional touch points, psychological touch points. And as a fan, it hit all of the right trope notes and at the right places, it felt like a an old worn blanket that you just love to wrap yourself up in. I can't wait for what's next. I really hope we see Moon Knight and Layla in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. We'll have to wait and see. So tune in next week to see if they do and what my thoughts on Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse multiverse, multiverse of Madness really is. I'm going to see that Sunday, Mother's Day, and so I'll have my thoughts for you next Monday. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like this episode, please like it, share it to two, 300 of your closest friends and family. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make it good. You can send us a voice message if you're listening to this on the Anchor app. You can click voice message and send us a voice message. Let us know what you think, and we'll play it on a future episode. Or join us on Facebook, on our Facebook group, the Back of the Cereal Box Saturday Morning Rec Room, or our Facebook page for Back of the Cereal Box. You can join in the live chat for our Saturday morning show, at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, every Saturday morning. I'm sure we're going to be talking about this for weeks to come, so come join the fun and join the chat and be a part of the show, or do it the old school way. Send us an email at cerealboxpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And before I leave, I just want to remind you one last time, check out our sponsor, Hitchhiker Toys in White House, Tennessee. Check them out at hitchhikertoys.com. Well, that's it for me for this review of Moon Knight, Episode 6, the season finale. Hope you guys like it. Love you, mean it. And until the next time, we'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.